Welcome back to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Brought to you by our sponsor, Vanilla Song, with your host, Daryl Prale. Join us as we interview industry experts in the dramatically growing field of inside sales and sales development. Tune in as Daryl brings you actionable strategies and tactics that can immediately increase your sales and success. So you ready? Hey, Daryl. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. I'm your host, Daryl Prim. Good to see you again, guys. How you doing? How you been keeping? It's been a whole week since we last talked. I want you to know I miss you. I love this show. The only show on the podcast sphere. You like that one? The podcast sphere? The podcast sphere that talks about pragmatic, tactical, real, tangible items, takeaways, practical advice that you can apply as a sales development rep. We do not talk strategy or vision or execution or trends. We don't talk any management speak in this show. We just talk, we just talk real. Today's a fun show because it's on a, a topic that not only should be important to you in your pursuits as a sales professional, but it's something that's near and dear to my heart just from a personal level as well. And that is we're going to talk LinkedIn. Now, many of you are using LinkedIn today. We know that. Some more than others. And I think right now, as soon as I brought that up, probably half of you are going, ugh, he's talking LinkedIn. Because you have that silent little guilt thing going on in your head that you know you could be doing it better. You know it's a channel you've ignored. And that's okay. Today, we are not here to chastise you. We're not here to do any of that. In fact, we're here to encourage you. A big reason a lot of people don't use LinkedIn, and um, you're going to meet my guest here shortly. I've got a ringer. A big reason people don't use LinkedIn is because, frankly, it's just, um, it's foreign to them, right? It's just, they don't see the value. They're not comfortable with it. It's not natural to them. And that's cool. And, you know, it's not limited to any one demographic. I'll give you an example. I was talking to my son the other day, and my son's 24. He's having a very successful career. He's a, he's a broadcast journalism uh, pro. He's uh, a co-host on a morning show in a major market for a major network. We're talking social media. And, I, and here's a kid who gets social media. He's all over Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. He's got his community. He's got his followers. He engages every single day on the morning show via social media. And he shared with me that he just doesn't get LinkedIn. 24 years old. I said, I get it. You know, I get it. We've all been raised on Facebook and Instagram and whatnot. That's all about connecting with your friends, right, and your extended friends. I said, LinkedIn's not that. LinkedIn is, in fact, the very opposite. LinkedIn is about connecting with your peers, your colleagues, those individuals who are professionals in a certain industry, perhaps sharing a similar role, perhaps in a complementary role, just like you. You don't sit there and talk about the great venti latte you had Instead, you talk about the challenging call you just had. You ask for advice. You share your wisdom. You learn from one another. It is a support group for individuals in this industry as professional peers. When I kind of said that, he's like, so you mean I would, what I would connect with like a producer from a competing network? Absolutely. Because why? 
I said, because they have the same challenges that you have. I said, that's what you would connect with a video editor, a script writer, whatever it might be, you know, a web reporter. They're all in the same gig of broadcast, just like you are. In the world of sales, it's the exact same way. That's what LinkedIn is. And that's what makes it so powerful because the very people you want to talk to and connect with future customers, that's where they live. They're your colleagues. So I thought, let's demystify LinkedIn. Let's make it approachable and understandable so account execs and sales reps can rock it and blow their quotas out of the water. So whether you're a LinkedIn you know, ninja or just starting out, we've got you covered today. With that long-winded intro, I want you to meet the one, the only, Daniel Disney, social selling mecca himself. I could not bring you a more powerful, impressive, accomplished, followed LinkedIn expert than this man right here. Daniel, how are you today? I am really, really well, Darren. That was a wonderful introduction. Thank you very much for your very kind words. If you don't know Daniel, guys, I mean, just go to LinkedIn and search Daniel with an E, if I recall, Disney. At last count, Daniel and his social properties, et cetera, have in excess of 400,000 followers. And I believe you're on track or your stated goal is to get to half a million followers this year. Am I correct, Daniel? That's 100% correct, Daryl, and I am very focused and on track so far to uh, to achieve that. So I thought if someone could get 400,000 followers and nail down another 100,000 before the year is out, he might know where a thing or two is. This is just about demystifying. Now, Daniel, we talked a little bit about this, and I know you kind of said there's kind of three areas that we should talk about today. You said profile, search, and engage. So let's just go to profile first. What is it that, you know, to demystify, to, to make this very simple and approachable and understandable, talk to us about the profile and why that's important. For every salesperson who's who's listening to um, to this podcast episode, you, we all take care of our physical self. So whether we're in the office, whether we're out face to face with customers, you know, we make sure we look sharp, we look smart, we look professional and presentable. What we now have that not many of us kind of realize is a digital presence. And our LinkedIn profile very much is that digital presence. Now, we may look Great physically, we may have the wonderful suit on, the wonderful dress, whatever it may be. But if our LinkedIn profile isn't as good as it could be, for a lot of you, your prospects, their very first impression of you may be your LinkedIn profile. That might be the first thing they see when they search for you, when they're looking for your product or your industry. So for me, profile is the the sort of first place I think, you know, any anyone in sales should start with in just making sure it's the best possible professional representation of themselves. So maybe a good analogy there to your point. It's like dating. If I'm going to go, I'm single. Let's say I'm, by the way, honey, I'm still love you 30 years of marriage. But if I was <laughs> single, the first thing I would do is I would probably look at my own personal appearance and how am I perceived by the people I want to present myself to and, you know, do I smell good? Do I look good? Do I dress good? You know, we basically, can I go and strut so that they will, I can catch their eye? Because if I look disheveled, if I am not uh, of good hygiene, chances of me finding a mate are pretty low. On LinkedIn, it's not a dating app. It's a business networking <laughs> app. The premise is the same. You want to package yourself up to make an impression. Is, is that a fair analogy? 
That's a great analogy. Actually, what I like about it is that you kind of look again back to the past of where dating would happen, where you would you would make sure you were physically smart. Whereas now, and you know, I can't say I have masses of experience in this, but dating is done digitally. People have these profiles on these dating sites and that will be the first thing they do when they want to find someone from the opposite sex then they make their profile as attractive as possible and yes linkedin is not about dating but it's the professional equivalent you want your profile to be appealing to your prospects and customers so when they look at it they think yep here is someone credible someone who looks like someone i could buy from and it's not just the photo. The photo is only one aspect. And the photo doesn't have to be high, high end. We've all got, you know, reasonable smartphones and we can all, you know, frame a picture and we can do that wonderful little funkiness that the cameras let us do these days where the background's blurred and it, you know, we look stylish. So there's no excuse for not having a reasonable photo. If you still have a photo taken 14 years ago at your brother-in-law's wedding, that's wrong. Get rid of that, okay? It's not just the photo. A lot of it is the words. It's the write-up. It's the description. It's who you are and what you're about. It's your essence. Talk to me about that, Daniel. How do we package ourselves up optimally that way? Yeah, no, of course. Sure, I loved what you said at the beginning of this about demystifying LinkedIn. So just on the whole photo thing, let's break it down as simple as possible. Most of us have powerful smartphones. All you want to do is find a nice plain background and get one of your colleagues to take a nice headshot when you're dressed smart. It's that simple. There you go. Boom. You've got pretty much a perfect profile photo. But yeah, the rest of your profile, the two key areas I would recommend focusing on is your background. And this often gets overlooked by sales reps and, and account execs. It's the sort of space behind your profile photo. And ultimately, the way I view it, it's your own personal billboard. It's the first thing that people are going to see is your, your background and your photo. And in that background, you should have an image that's got your company logo in. And ideally, in as short as word as possible, something that tells them what you do. So they the first thing they're going to see, they should hopefully know pretty much what it is you're, you're offering. And then the, the next sort of second most important section is your summary. And again, LinkedIn profile is very much laid out like a CV and a lot of people will use it to get a job. It's a great tool for getting a job. But when you are hoping to leverage it as a salesperson, you want it to be customer focused. So it's not about all of your great achievements as a salesperson. It's about how are you helping people? What are you offering? How are you helping them? Who have you helped? Why are you helping? All those things. You want, again, a customer to read that summary and really pack it out, put as much information as you can, but you want them to read it, know what you do, and be interested, if they're in the right buying position, to reach out. So a lot of people get hung up on what to write, and they kind of have writer's block. We're not going to be able to solve that for you today. But a couple of things we can share with you is that Daniel and I are just about to release a paper that goes through item by item by item in your profile, what you need to do to cover. So that'll help. Look for that on the Vanilla Soft website and with Daniel, and we'll announce that shortly. By the time this podcast hits the air, it's probably already out there. The other thing you can do, folks, I mean, you have a couple options. You can reach out to LinkedIn experts like Daniel and others. I was on a, a webinar not too long ago with uh, Mario uh, Martinez Jr., uh, you know, I'm here today with Daniel. So these are people and their organizations who can help you with your profile. The thing you can do is do what I did many, many years ago is I just went to Amazon. I spent like less than $10. I bought an ebook and it kind of walked me through what to say, what to do, how to keyword stuff. For me, that was the easiest. So you can either do it yourself, DIY, or you can farm it out and let the experts do it. But either way, 
you're making an investment. It's either an investment of money, it's an investment of time, but what the ultimate investment is, is an investment in you. Your profile is your calling card. And the first thing people do when you engage them on LinkedIn, like you would if you're going to VanillaSoft, is they check out the profile. So you want to package yourself up to look good. We're going to take a break shortly because we come back, cover off search and engage and both have a lot of interesting contents. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. CRM was designed for managing relationships. Sales engagement is designed for starting them. Current stats indicate that sales reps only contact new leads about 50% of the time, make less than two attempts to contact them, and are only about 35% productive. CRM is the wrong tool to engage sales prospects. VanillaSoft is a sales engagement platform. It allows you to rapidly turn marketing-qualified leads into sales-qualified leads. According to user reviews, VanillaSoft will increase your pipeline and productivity by three times or more. Blow your quota out of the water. How? By ensuring each new sales lead is engaged within seconds, persistently, and with the cadence that is optimal for your prospects. Don't let your sales leads fall into a black hole. Take your lead engagement and sales qualification out of your CRM. Try VanillaSoft for free at VanillaSoft.com. Okay, so let's talk about search, Daniel. So far, it almost sounds like we're, we're doing this to make yourself all gussied up to be found. But the reality is, the reason you do this is that when you go looking for prospects and you reach out to them using LinkedIn, they're going to assess who you are just before they respond. Are you worthy of a response? Will I accept this personal invitation to connect? Will I write reply to your email or your direct message, whatever it might be? So that's why you do the profile, but now you're getting out there and you're going to use that search function to go find prospects. This is where you go, oh my gosh, LinkedIn, where have you been all my life? How do we utilize the search? What are some tips and tricks? Again, demystify it for me. So just make it really simple. Make it Daryl simple. <laughs> I will do my best to make it Daryl simple. You're right. This is where LinkedIn really comes alive. And, and kind of what you've mentioned is something, and, and you and I have talked about this a few times over, over recent weeks, Daryl, is the sort of difference between inbound social and, and outbound social or inbound LinkedIn, outbound LinkedIn. There is lots of stuff, as you say, that will generate, you know, interest coming to you. But this is the whole search piece. If you're out there, you're a hungry salesperson, which hopefully everyone listening to this will be a hungry sales rep or account executive, then search is where you can go out and find your product. Prospects and 600 million members worldwide growing massively. Chances are for most people, for most industries, your prospects are there. There are tons of different ways you can utilize search. LinkedIn's built in loads of great filters, loads of great search methods. I'll give you a few of some of my personal favorites. One of the, the ones that I think a lot of salespeople don't utilize is the content section. So again, keeping this nice and simple, you go into LinkedIn, you log in, there's a search bar at the top, you type in whatever it is you're selling, whatever industry you may be in. Let's say you're selling software or you're looking to sell to software representatives. You just type in software, click search. When the search shows up, you'll have some sections at the top. One of those says content. You click on that and what it will do is filter down all content relevant to software. And you have three opportunities in each of those findings. First, the publisher of the content could potentially be a prospect. You've got someone there talking about software. That's potentially what you're selling. You've then got the people that are clicking like on that post. Could be five, could be 10, could be 50, could be 500. 
you can see all of those people. And there you have people interested, again, in that subject. And the very last bit is the, the people that write comments. Again, you can see that potentially people that are interested. So, and you will have tons and tons of of scrolling down before you ever get to the end of it of all the latest content, people talking about what you sell. So that would be my first sort of tip on that one. Just another quick one, Daryl, when it comes to search. Again, you've got loads of great filters sort of demystifying it, trying to make it simple. You could type in software. You'll probably get millions <laughs> of search results. Use the filters, filter in through location. You can filter through to position title. You've got a title box. You can literally look for a specific type of decision maker. It could be IT director, IT manager. Filter those strings down. It will narrow it nicely and hopefully should deliver you a really nice list of prospects. Now, when you show that to people, what's their reaction? Are they almost shocked at how easy it is? And then they start to go, well, why wasn't I doing this before? Like, like somebody who's really uncertain about LinkedIn, how do they react? Again, spot on, Daryl. They tend to be in, in a lot of shock. And, you know, I've been training this for a while now, and it amazes me how many people just simply don't know. There are all these search methods. A lot of people in the industry are just used to buying data or they've been given a, a, a slab of data that's been bought from some distributor or, you know, 100,000, 10,000 names and phone numbers. Most of them are out of date. And the fact that pretty much all of those people and more are there on LinkedIn profiles, most of them are, are active. Again, it's kind of a mind-blowing thing. But that's the thing. You're a hungry salesperson. Look, your prospects are there. You just need to go and find them. So we haven't talked about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. That's a whole separate product that you can also upgrade to. This is just using the free version of LinkedIn, correct? 100% correct. There is so much you can do on the free account. And Daryl, you've, you, you know, a lot about what I've achieved on LinkedIn. Pretty much everything I've achieved on LinkedIn was done on the free version. Navigator comes in where you really max out. It helps you take the next level. But there is so much you can do on, on the free account. But there are some restrictions. So being, again, completely demystifying here, you know, you can only search so much. It's a lot. I think used to use it pretty much every month, but it would be towards the end of the month. So there are some limits, but again, it does take a lot to reach them. So now let's segue over to the whole engage part. Because I think this is why a lot of people get freaked out is they just don't see themselves as having the time having the content, having the insights, having the experience, having the skills or the desire or the inclination to engage. They're just happy lurking. <laughs> so stalking is probably my, uh, my favorite word. Stalking for many is another way of putting it for sure. <laughs> so how do you respond to that? How can you engage when you have these either these real or these perceived blocks that are preventing you from engaging? And why should you engage? Is it worth the investment of time and energy? No, of course. So again, just think about it. And some of us hopefully will be able to relate to this. But when someone clicks like on something you've posted or something you've created or written or comments on it, it's an amazing feeling. It feels great. And you can do that for your prospects. When your prospects post something, share something, 
write something and you're liking it and commenting on it and giving them praise, that's going to make them feel great and it's going to make them feel very positive about you. So as a salesperson, you want to build these great relationships. You want to build rapport and earn trust. And through engagement, through engaging in their content, through sharing valuable content, you are laying such great and solid sales foundations so that it becomes far easier and a whole lot better when you then start to progress those conversations and identify needs, etc. Just to quickly jump on the whole time thing, to demystify it, you really don't have to spend a lot of time at all. You could spend five to 15 minutes in the morning and just engage on a few of your prospects posts, share a quick post yourself, do the same at lunch, do the same um, towards the end of the day. And if you can do that consistently, it's like going to the gym once a day, you will very soon start to see results. It's not about sitting behind LinkedIn for hours on end. No one has the time to do that. It's about doing the right things at the right time. How do we engage? Can I just engage by posting up random thoughts, what I have for breakfast, to write a blog post, do I have to write content? How do I engage? Similar to the profile, you want to make it customer focused. So when it comes to creating content, engaging content, just make sure it's a value to your prospects and your customers. So look for the latest articles that are out there and there'll be tons of news channels relevant to your industries. Subscribe to them, get those latest articles, could be tech, could be software, could be pharmaceuticals. There is tons of content out there. Share it on LinkedIn and add a couple of thoughts. Again, when you go on these articles, there'll be the LinkedIn icon, or if not, there'll be the share icon, or you can just copy and paste the, the web address, pop it into a post, and just write a few thoughts. Loved this article about the, uh, the, the current trends in pharmaceuticals. A few of my favorite points were point two, point seven, and point ten. This is what I think. Really excited to see the changes. What are your thoughts? Out goes this great post that's hopefully be of interest to your prospects. You've added your thoughts, so you're gaining credibility. You're building trust within your prospects. And if you're doing that on a regular basis, you start to form a very good personal brand. I often have people come to me and say, I just don't know what to write about. I have no idea. Like I'm, I'm drawing a blank, girl. And I'm like, it's so easy. Oh, it's easy for you. You say that I can't do it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> let, let me help you. Let me walk you through this. I said, what was the hardest part of your day today? I couldn't get motivated to dial all the dials I need to dial. Great. That's a post. And they look at you like, huh? If that's a problem for you, that's a problem for somebody else, right? Did you make your quota last month? No, you didn't. That's great. No, no judgment. You didn't make it. Okay. How'd that make you feel? You know, disappointed. Great. What'd you do about it? Oh, I did this. Great. That's a post. Did your boss ever come in and say, let's talk about your phone calls and, and I've been listening to some recordings. Oh yeah. That's a post. Did you get a customer who actually just blows you off and, and eventually you pursue them relentlessly and you have a connection and you close a deal. Yeah, that's a post. How'd you do it? What lessons did you learn? You know, what would you do differently? And also you see them looking, I'm like, everything around you is a post because everything you're going through is what your peers are going through. It's all there. If you just open your eyes and that's the biggest thing, you know, just it's, it's like a diary, dear diary today. I missed my quota. <laughs> And this is what I'm going to do from it. And I would love some reassurances from my colleagues or some tips and tricks. And let's all learn together. That's really what it is. Now, video's gotten huge. But I know a lot of people are, don't, do not consider themselves video stars. Video scares the bejesus out of them. A, do I have to do video? B, if I do video, what should I do? Because again, I don't know what to talk about. Over to you. 
No, you don't have to do video is the honest answer to it. And I think there's a lot of stuff going around suggesting that everyone needs to do video. Don't get me wrong. You certainly need to start looking into it and practicing it. And it, you will need to embrace it. Video is going to be a much bigger part of our world as the years go on. But but right now, there is very little difference between a video post on LinkedIn and a blog or just an update or even just a picture. So it's nothing that's signing that is significantly better so you don't have to but i would massively encourage you to start playing around look i'm a salesperson i spent my life selling so when it came to writing content or doing videos it scared the hell out of me you know and it was weird and uncomfortable and it took me a long time to learn it but as you said now i see content all around me now i'm very comfortable in the camera so if you are gonna do video Keep it to, to one to three minutes. Try and get captions, subtitles if you can. A lot of people are watching this in the office and they can't listen to it, but they want to read what you're saying. With anything, make it a value to your customers. Tell them stories. Open the doors into your world. It's not about going in and complaining that you didn't hit target. It's about talking about the lessons you learned and how you're overcoming that challenge. You want to make it something that's going to be of value, whether it's entertaining, motivating, inspiring, educational, whatever it may be make it a value. And yeah, you've got three minutes, jump in front of the camera. There is nothing more powerful than being able to essentially look your customers in the eye. When they watch that video, they're going to see you. They're going to see that energy, that passion. And again, in sales, that's what sells. So finally, there's engaging online in your posts. And then there's engaging, if you will, when you reach out for a LinkedIn connection. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this. The only value and advice I would give you is something, again, going back to the conversation I had with Mario recently, he has a magic little formula. When he sends kind of uh, an invite to somebody, he has what he calls PVC, which is the whole point of is you personalize the invites, not gen- invites, not generic, because you're inviting them to engage with you, to connect with you. You add value in it. You know, so you're adding advice or helping them. You're connecting on something that, that matters to them. You've done a little research. And finally, you have a call to action. And that call to action may simply be, Here's a paper, download it, watch it, enjoy it. If you have questions, let me know. You're not necessarily asking for 15 minutes on a calendar. You're not asking for money. You're not asking for a transaction. That will come with time. So you can engage directly. You can engage with content. Videos up to you, but if you do it, talk to the camera, you know, and keep it short and sweet. Subtitle, that's critical, exactly as Daniel says. Daniel, if my crew here wants to learn more about you, where to find you, and how they can take advantage of your skills, what do they do? Find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> I'm at my connection limit, but please do if you, if you really would like to see the content and I try and share as much insight into social selling and sales. Just follow my profile and I'm pretty much posting on a daily basis and check out the daily sales. Again, it's a mixture of entertainment as well as education as well. All right. So the daily sales, check it out, folks, if you haven't. Google it if you don't know where it's at. Google Daniel Disney. You'll find it that way. In the meantime, That's Daniel Dizzy. He is all about demystifying LinkedIn for our account execs. Thank you for your time today, sir. I had a lot of fun with you. I look forward to continuing to connect online on LinkedIn with Daniel and my entire network, as should you. Guys, go. Make it happen. Until the next episode, my name is Daryl Prail. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. You've been listening once again to another episode of Inside Inside Sales. Hosted by Daryl Prale, the CMO of VanillaSoft. Tune in every week for actionable ideas to increase your sales productivity. One of the many shows on the ever-growing Funnel Radio Channel. Sponsored by VanillaSoft.